Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. And where you were able to hear three Raging Cajun softball victories over the weekend and a sweep against the Troy Trojans, who heading into the weekend were um, just a game behind Louisiana in the Sun Belt standings. Now they are four games back after... An impressive display, and here to chat with us about Rage of Cajun softball is head coach Jerry Glasgow. Coach, when I talked to you last Monday, you guys were coming off of a, um, I think, what a three and one week, and but it was kind of how it ended. You know, you were uh, you were still not in the best of moods Monday morning. This week, you know, you lost earlier in the week, but you're coming off three straight victories. So I got to ask, how are you feeling on this Monday morning? Well, the wins were much needed and, and you know, came at a great time because, you know, we're, if we play any more weekends like we did the Georgia State, Georgia Southern weekends, uh, you know, the conference is over. And and then we, Texas State's got a good ball club, but we had the chance to sweep on Sunday and and just made a lot of mistakes. And a lot of things happen that, you know, can't happen and you expect to win. So we kind of, you know, we we just needed a great weekend to prove to ourselves, you know, how how good we can be when we, when we execute and when we get mentally in that mindset to play well. And, you know, the mental side of the game is so much under – estimated by by athletes and especially young athletes and i think what they learned this weekend was that when they're locked in on softball nothing but softball not things off the field not things that's going on around them not getting uh not allowing themselves to get caught up in all the clutter that sometimes affects college athletes and they can really reach their potential and i think this weekend they came close to reaching their potential so it was that part of it is extremely rewarding to me, um, and I was really proud of my team this weekend because you see, you know, as a coach, you 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 get paid to see what's wrong, but you also you take great pride in what's right. And um, this weekend, there was just so much right about what they did and how they performed. Kendra Lamb was outstanding. Uh, Sam Landry was outstanding. The offense was outstanding. The defense was outstanding. And, and the base running was good. So we executed on a lot of levels really good this weekend. Um, so that was fun for me. And more than fun, it was just needed. We just needed that weekend to to get things going the right direction. And now it comes at a really good time because you've got uh, a very good southeastern Louisiana team tomorrow night on the road. Then you've got the nine and one first place team in the Sun Belt straight ahead of you on Friday, on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday over at South Alabama. And then we'll come home Saturday evening and and fly up to the Midwest Sunday for a really important road trip with uh, four games against St. Louis U, University of Illinois, doubleheader. Indiana, and then over to App State, who's playing very well. 
and in, uh, I believe, third place in our conference right, right now. Mm-hmm. So this upcoming road trip is critical, and so the things that we saw this weekend are really at the perfect time going into that. Yeah, it, it sounds like the the confidence is up heading into the longest road trip of the season and a crucial one at that, as you mentioned, South Alabama atop the Sun Belt, uh, App State uh, in third, just behind you guys, and then you know um, a number of midweek games against nine conference opponents back in your your neck of the woods. Um, I, I want to circle back real quick, Coach Jerry Glasgow, I guess, to something you mentioned about locking in, right? The mental aspect of softball that perhaps could be lost on a young player until maybe the light comes on and they get it. You've been coaching softball for, you know, over 20 years. Do you find that today's athletes, there's is there more distractions? Is it harder for them to lock in? Or is it really just, yeah, maybe technology and other things are different now, but those off-the-diamond distractions are have always been a part of the game. I guess what I'm asking is, is it is it more difficult coaching young ladies to to focus on the mental aspect more today than it was maybe 15 years ago? I think there's probably always, you know, there's always been distractions. But it's a different type of distraction now. You know, 15, 20 years ago, you know, maybe the distraction was, you know, if (laughs) your bicycle had a low tire on it. It was low as you're tired and how you're going to get home from the ballpark. Or, you know, it's just different. The world's gotten... Uh, we just really become advanced in technology. Um, you know, 15, 20 years ago, kids still went home and played wiffle ball in the yard. and um, they, they had less... They were less likely to be inside at a table you know, on a computer or looking at a TV screen or electronic screen, they still, you know, still were outside some. And and so here's the result of that, in my opinion, is more than the distraction, just knowing how to socially interact, knowing how, knowing how to react to being on a ball club, being on a team, knowing that, you know, knowing how to handle when you're starting in the lineup or when you're not starting in the lineup, knowing how to interact with your teammates when they're doing good, you're not doing good. Those are personal skills that I think go away some with social media when kids are constantly on a computer or on a a iPad or on a telephone creating videos. Uh, You know, they lose a sense of of team, a team-minded mentality. And so those are all things that, you know, I think have affected this year's young ball club. Um, But I also feel like we're really getting past that point at this point among the players that we figured out we can win with. And, you know, there's, there's, there's kids that are competitors that will give it all for their team and, and make it less about the individualistic situation and there's some players that just tend to get caught up in an individualistic thinking process and make it and it becomes very hard for them to look at the overall effect on the whole team or the situation of the whole team but and i felt like that was what we saw this weekend you know we got langlers back a very talented freshman but a very 
team-oriented kid that understands how to win softball games. And and another one, uh, Malika Mayu, has mm-hmm. you know really come front and center on our team. And there's no there's no player you know on our roster more willing to do whatever it is for the team: be catcher, be a left field, be shortstop, be second base. You put her where you need her, and she's gonna give you everything she got, and she's gonna focus on helping the team win. So I think that you know having her out there this time has really been good for the young kids yes she is the the true utility player i i had her on my list here because um my my father's a season ticket holder for us softball and as a result i end up meeting some other season ticket holders i met uh, a woman this weekend i met i know her but i hadn't i hadn't seen her in, in years and she is hardcore softball right she loves us softball and she said, Scott, I listen to you talk to Coach every week. Can you please ask him about Melissa Mayu? She, I, I said, sure. Uh, I said, why? She said, I just, I love her. I think she does all the little things. Can you just ask Coach about her and, and how she is in the clubhouse? So you kind of just alluded to it, Coach, but uh, if you could maybe expound a little bit because I, um, I know one of your season ticket holders is listening right now wanting me to ask you that. Yeah, you know, I need to hire her for team consulting because she's (laughs) exactly dead on. I mean, Melissa's such an example. These are things that Melissa brings to her ball club. She sets the the bar. She sets the example of how to work hard every single day. She probably says less words, you know, at the practice, at fields, in games. She probably says less words than anyone on the ball club, maybe less than any three players. You know, if you tripled what she says, it'd be less than any other player. She just doesn't talk much, which sometimes in the middle infield or, you know, at certain defensive positions, you'd like to see that communication be better. But then on the other hand, she's just out there. She's a warrior, comes to, comes to practice, does whatever you ask. We ask her to play first. She plays first extremely well. You ask her to play shortstop, she'll play shortstop extremely well. And then the other thing that has really flourished this year is she's coming to her own as an offensive player. She's really hitting the ball well right now, getting lots of RBIs, hitting, I think, 360. Um, so she's really improved her offensive game, and we've seen that step up. I think she had four home runs is the most she'd ever had in a season, and she's already got that. And she's she's hit a couple more that the wind hadn't caught them. They got out, so we know we're going to see we know we're going to see a lot more of power out of her throughout the rest of the season. And then then she brings the leadership with our young kids. Where by that I mean, you know, she doesn't get caught up in anything. The only thing that appears to really matter to her is her team and her effort. So just really fortunate to have that kid on our roster and have her here from France on our team and in our community. Coach Jerry Glasgow, our guest, ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. This is the Great Scott Show. Um, looking forward, Coach, uh, you, you felt like this past weekend you guys were able to turn a corner. Now you're going on the longest road trip of the season. I, I know you guys are in Hammond tomorrow. I think you leave for Mobile Wednesday. You come back briefly Saturday, but then it's up to the Midwest uh, for travel St. Louis, Illinois, Indiana, then in Boone, um, you talk about the mental aspect of the game. A long road trip like this that also just has 
huge implications, obviously, on the Sun Belt Conference in terms of, of the conference opponents and then the, the, the quality opponents sandwiched between the two. What's your message to the team to just stay locked in for, you know, uh, a, a road trip of this magnitude where, you know what, you're not going to be home much in the next few weeks, but you got to play your best softball of the season right here. Yeah, I mean, they don't have class that week when we're on the road, so that'll be a relief. This this week we want them to really emphasize their academics because, you know, we got the, the spring break trip coming up, and that's what I, my message last night after the game was, like really get off to a great start today, Monday, on the academic aspect of your week and set the tone for the rest of the week because we need them to really be great students this week. And then we can really get off and enjoy the spring break trip, which I, I hope they find fun. Um, it's going to be a challenge because there's some travel involved. But then on the other hand, they're going to get to see, you know, a historic university in St. Louis U. And then they're going to get to see two of the prettiest Big Ten campuses, uh, University of Illinois and University of Indiana. And um, and get a, get a, they've never played it. You know, we've never been to a Big Ten campus since I was – been here that's going to be really fun for me and i hope they they enjoy it as much as i think they will and then we get to go over to to boone which is a beautiful place and of course the conference uh games will be extremely important no matter how you know no matter how we stand at that time because you know this is a year where not only is every game important but we know already that that conference tournament is going to be very important so um it, it, I'm hoping that their youthful energy and uh, freshness of being a lot of freshmen and sophomores on the team will get them, give them the mental strength to get through this uh, kind of a tough road trip. And we'll be without Rain O'Neill. She's going to stay here and do uh, therapy to try to get back to the stretch run in the postseason. So she won't be on that trip. So we're going to be really, you know, it's going to be a shorthanded trip. But I, I think it'll be, I know it'll be good for our team in the middle toughness aspect. They'll come back home a tougher team than when they left mentally <laughs> because nothing's going to be easy for them on it. But that's what I always tell our ball club. It's like last year I did the same thing. We made some hard, we made some hard trips and we made some hard, a hard schedule for a certain stretch of the season. I don't want it to be easy for them. I don't want it to. We don't want to be a ball club that wants everything to be easy. We want. We want to be a ball club that, you know, thrives and welcomes the challenge that exists, and you know, thrives in adversity. Um, learns to, you know, really be motivated by a, a, a mentally tough thing or a physically tough challenge. So that's the idea of this trip, make us a tougher, better ball club, and hopefully we'll we'll accept that challenge, and that's how we'll make it turn out. Coach Jerry Glasgow, our guest. Uh, Kendra Lamb, I know she pitched for you uh, over the weekend, five innings. um, She pitched in the midweek game. Is she she currently on, I don't want to necessarily say a pitch count, but on a, 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 I guess, a, a playing time? Uh, frame. I know you've spoken about the MRI last week that came back very positive, but how closely do you guys have to keep an eye on her from a physical standpoint? Are there limitations, I guess, is the easier way to ask the questions for her right now from a playing time standpoint? 
no limitations that I know of. I think uh, Coach Justin is making that decision. Uh, he, he, the McNeese game, <coughs> her ankle gave out on her and she fell in the middle of her delivery. And I think he felt like at that time she was dominating the game. Had 4.1 innings and no hitter. I don't think anybody reached base. But when she fell, that ankle gave out. He felt like it was time to get her out of the game. And then this this past week on Saturday, you know, she went five innings, very dominating fashion, and he switched it over to uh, Megan Shoreman. And, um, you know, I, I don't think it was anything to do with a pitch count. I just think he thought it was the right time and the right moment to give the game uh, to Megan and let her close it out. Uh, but, you know, all these pitchers right now, when you've got three, when you've got uh, three arms throwing really well, um, you know, you, you're trying to get them all work. And I know he wants to get Carly Heath some work, and you know, it's just hard to find enough innings right now for everyone. But hopefully on the spring break trip, we can get, get more innings for for Carly and, and more for Megan as well. Um, so I think that's it. I don't think it's. I think Kendra's in really good shape. You know, her results have been tremendous. She's really been dominating uh, the the innings that she's thrown. And I think if his mindset, Justin's mindset, is more keeping her fresh and and uh, just getting to all the pitchers as much work as he can. At the same time, securing wins for a ball club. Rage Cajun softball coach Jerry Glasgow has been our guest. Coach, I, uh, I appreciate you taking the time as always. Uh, I know it's not until Sunday, but happy Easter to you and your family. Um, safe travels, and uh, we look forward to listening to the games here coming up over the next couple of weeks. Uh, thank you very much. You got it. it. That is head coach Jerry Glasgow as he joins us each and every week.